Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2, presented by Progressive Insurance. Yeah, you heard it right. The Jets and Panthers squaring off this week. Um, here's the question. Key, I know you have an opinion about this. Shocking. Key has an opinion. When we're sitting <laughs> back at the end of the season – Looking back at this year, who are we going to say got their quarterback decision right? The Jets or the Panthers? Well, Is he, is he boycotting the show? I don't know. It sounds I was like, told I had an opinion, so I figured I wouldn't say anything. Oh, oh, I see. Prove, disproving the oh, point disprove. that you had an opinion. Yes, I see. Of course it's, that of course is it's contrary. It's, if you want Key to go left, say, so Key, stupid, go right. right. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what I like to do to people anyway, make them think I'm going right and I always go left. Yeah. Um, what, one of the things in this situation is the Panthers. They're going to get, the, at the end of the season when we look up, they're going to have the best quarterback. Um, and it's not because of anything other than you got a young guy who's yet to play a regular season game in the National Football League and – new head coach, new offensive coordinator, who's still trying to learn to become a coordinator and a head coach, where the guys in Carolina have a few years underneath their belt. So I think in the, in the end, they'll put Sam in the best position to, to be successful. He's got a running game. He's got some receivers. He's got a solid defense. Now, whether or not they get it up to speed at the level at which they need to to compete, that's something else to be seen. I heard Marcus Spears say he hoped that he throws for about 350 and four touchdowns. I hope he throws for about 275 in about 60 yards rushing, two touchdowns in the air and two touchdowns on the ground, no interceptions and no fumbles. That's what I hope. Jay? I think Sam Darnold right now is probably in the best position to succeed. But I, I, I got to tell you, man, Watching the infrastructure that's being built around the Jets, I like how they're going about it. And from what I've seen in preseason with Zach Wilson, I know it's preseason. But when I talk to guys like Tony Romo and he gloats about Zach Wilson, Tony Romo knows something about quarterbacks. You know, as much as we joke around, Dan Orlovsky studies film every single day. I see it. He knows something about quarterbacks. And I think the potential, and I'm not saying that Sam Darnold doesn't have the potential because I think – Obviously, his tenure with the Jets made you lose sight of his potential. But just seeing the way the Jets are going about it with Zach Wilson, I think the potential there long-term has a chance to be something very, very special. I, 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 just, I mean, Look, I think Zach Wilson has a chance to be a special quarterback. I don't think that about Sam Darnold. And key, I think there's a tendency to like, be, like you know, hey, quarterback, it's dependent upon the situation, what surrounds you, your coaching. Of course, of course it does. Of course it does. But but the, but it also depends upon the talent of the dude, right? Zach you Wilson, Sam Darnold has. Talent? I think. I, well, Sam, I didn't even want to. I was going to let Max second. finish, man. Let I'm him sorry, finish. Kid. you're right. You're right. Sam, yeah. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. To me, maybe in baseball, it's called a four A player. If you look at dudes' triple A stats, they translate pretty well to the majors, right? But some dudes, for whatever reason, it doesn't quite translate to the majors. Maybe they go play in Japan and they can tear it up there because it's because what they have translate to four A, which doesn't really exist, right? Sam Darnold to me may be a great four A quarterback. I don't know that he'll be a great NFL quarterback. I thought when he got drafted, he had a chance to be a good one for a while, 
But what I've seen is not that. I know he checks a lot of boxes, but does he check them at a high enough level? I've seen Zach Wilson do things on YouTube in college, right, and, and even in preseason. Zach Wilson do things where you go, that's a little differently talented. Key, you're, sh- you're smacking your head like, no, no, it's not that. You don't think Zach Wilson is differently talented than, than Darnold? You think they're similarly talented? Sam Darnold is so much more talented than Zach Wilson. In what way? A lot of ways. He's bigger. He's more athletic. He can run. This dude was an all-state basketball player in high school. What do you mean, YouTube video, Max? I can go pull YouTube videos of Sam in high school, college, and amazing things that he did in a short stint with the Jets. Hear those sirens? He's about to get pulled over for blatant homerism. He's about to get pulled over for blatant homerism. It's not about homerism. It's about knowing what I'm seeing and understanding what I'm seeing. You have a quarterback that was in a situation with Adam Gates for crying out loud. Like, give me a break here. Who has more arm talent, Darnold or Zach Wilson? Darnold. I think Zach, I think Zach Wilson does. I think clearly Zach I think, Wilson does. I think Wilson does. Oh, okay. okay. Arm talent. I'm agreeing with you, Key, on your side. I'm agreeing with you on your side, though, Key. Because I think one thing, y'all think another. That's all. I agree with you on I, – I'm not with Max on the fact that Sam Darnold is a 4A quarterback. I do think there's only a few, a slight few players in the history of all sports that regardless of the coach, regardless of the GM, yeah. regardless of the owner, they can exceed expectations. And that's not Darnold. Right. That's there not Darnold. Right. There are some guys and like Zach that. Zach Wilson has a better yeah. foundation right now, I think, being established by the Jets thus far than what Sam Darnold had. I, I agree. Plays into it. I agree. Darnold has more size, but there's a 100%. reason the Jets moved on from Darnold and used the draft capital on Wilson. They moved on from Darnold because they were conflicted on what to do, Max. Well, they okay, what was decision. the conflict? What the was conflict the conflict? Is here's a guy. I got a new head coach coming in. I, I did not draft this guy, as the general manager would tell you, Joe Douglas. We given him an opportunity and a chance. They paired him with a coach that was incompetent in Adam Gase. Why ever he was hired in the first place, I'll never know. Sure. But when you look at it, you say to yourself, fresh start. We can't afford to bring a new head coach in here and try it all over again when we have five quarterbacks sitting on the <laughs> board with the number two pick. We've got to move him uh, right now. Unless, but key, unless Salah or whoever came in identifies the guy they already have and go, no, 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 I like that guy. I want to keep that guy. Uh, no, He's no. still well, young. He's still on his rookie deal. Were you going to pay, no, pay not, Sam Darnold? No. No, I was no. not going to pay Sam Darnold, and, and, but and Sam Darnold didn't get paid. And that's why you don't. It was, you were running up on his fifth-year option. Thank you, Keith. You're conflicted. You have a lot of decisions that you need to make in order to make your roster, to build your team, and you said to yourself, I'm not going to decide to pick up a fifth-year option if he goes out there and he rips it up now I got to long term extend him at this number that's not going to allow us to maybe get some of the players or resign some of the guys that we want to resign is going to kind of put a stranglehold on what we're capable of that's doing. That's all. That's fine. That's all fair. That's those. Those are. That's right. I understand that analysis. What does Sam Darnold do, or what has he done in the NFL so far 
that would make you or anyone think he could be a star, let alone a good quarterback. I'm not discounting his very bad situation. I get that. No, you are discounting it by saying what has he done. Right, but what has he – like, you you had to have seen something at this point that would make you think that really stands out. This guy is going to be a high-average, at least, NFL quarterback. Max, you never saw glimpses of Sam Darnold where you're like, damn, in the right situation. Yeah, you you got to watch watch the game, Max. You got to watch the game, man. You that's gotta what, watch him. You gotta watch his game. For a. But like you when, gotta when, watch when you see those game. glimpses, man, his ceiling is pretty high. When you see those glimpses again, yeah. and I, I do think you're discounting to a pretty high degree who he was surrounded with. You know, he was the first non-veteran quarterback that Adam Gase has ever had. There Adam Gase guys, has never had a non-veteran. There are quarterback. guys, for example, as a Giants fan, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is not a solid quarterback at the moment. But I've seen enough from him to think if he was in the right situation, maybe he could be average, high average. But I've also seen enough to know that's not a great quarterback. Do you look at Sam Darnold and think he can be a great quarterback in the NFL? I, I think Sam Key, Darnold. You, think, you look at Sam like Darnold and think he can be a great quarterback in the NFL? I, I, it, it depends on what you define as great. See, I don't define great like you might define great. Everybody ain't great to me. He could be a really good quarterback in the NFL. There's only a handful of great people and great right. players in the NFL. But we throw great around like we throw Super Bowl championships around like they M&Ms. Everybody's going to win a Super Bowl. No, it doesn't. Everybody's not going to be great. And that's okay. But he is going to be an NFL starting quarterback more than serviceable in his career in the National Football League. And what do you that's think Zach Wilson's ceiling is? That's why when he was on is. the market, that's why when he was on the market, there were several teams trying to figure out how to get the guy. And what do you think Zach Wilson's ceiling is? I don't know. He played a preseason. I saw him at BYU. He was streaky at BYU uh, when he was healthy. I Sam actually, Darnold was streaky in college when he was healthy, too. I, I mean, let's be honest. I do believe no, he that Zach Wilson's streak- ceiling is higher than Sam hey, come Darnold. On, right, uh, me too. Come uh, on, man. He wasn't streaky in college. He threw a lot of interceptions in college. That, and what would you call he, that? Be, I wouldn't call that streaky. I, talk, I call that taking risks. Feeling like your arm is stronger than the defender's eyes. That's what I call key, it. Key, it key, wait, wait, streaky key, pro, uh, key, uh, uh, production. Key, do you believe Sam Darnold being serviceable, if they put the right pieces around him in Carolina, can he win a Super Bowl? This will tell you a lot about Sam Darnold because they got some pieces. When you got a McCaffrey and a, and a Robbie, Robbie Anderson, Anderson yeah. you got a few little, you know, you got a little few nuggets that he didn't have in three years with the New York Jets. So this will tell you a lot about. What Sam is right? Of course, we don't have all the wait, infor- wait. we don't have all the evidence or the information to make said, a very Max, informed opinion. You That's just my, made right, an informed opinion about is, him. No, my suspicion is because we're making a prediction about the upcoming season that Darnold is a four A quarterback. That means in a very good situation he could be okay. I don't see him being a standout at quarterback based on what I've seen so far in the NFL. And you can even go back to college where I had higher hopes. And you could say, well, because he thinks this or that, he was streaky. He did throw interceptions in college. When I look at Zach Wilson, maybe it's because it's a cleaner slate. But to me, to my eye, it seems like the guy has more arm talent, more ability to make those plays where you go, whoa. And by the way, of all the rookie quarterbacks, his performance in the preseason was way, way up there. There's a reason he's starting. Yeah, but I can game plan for you to be successful in the preseason. Like, I can game plan on this show for you to be successful, or I can game plan for you not to be successful. That is the way it works in professional sports. If I want you to succeed in the preseason, all I got to do is game plan, and you'll succeed. You'll succeed just like that. Much like I told everybody on our show prior to you joining us, 
Watch what happens in this particular game for Mac Jones. You watch in game three how much success he's going to have because guess what we're doing? We're well, game he, planning to get ready for the season. And when you game plan to get ready for something, I know what the defense is setting. So now I can game plan to attack that defense, much like we saw with Zach Wilson. They're game planning to keep him, uh, to make him successful. It wasn't vanilla. They didn't just run a bunch of hitches and slants. That's typically what you do in the preseason. But when you start seeing things like deep crossers and things of that nature, like San Francisco did with Trey Lance, they game plan for Trey Lance to be successful when he was in doing the preseason. That's just all part of it. Key, can we talk about the game plan just for one second? I know we're going to bring in Paul here, but this is why I expect big things from Sam this year to a degree. The system is a variation of Sean Payton's offense, right? I mean, there are a ton of it's QB friendly, vertical routes, like high low concepts, like DJ Moore takes another step. Robbie Anderson, we talked about that. Marshall gives him a jump ball threat at slot guy. Like the, the opportunity is there for him to take that leap. I never question the talent. I always question key who is the who is the guy coaching the talent. And I don't care what anybody says. When you're around an inept coach on a day-to-day basis, it's hard to find out who the hell you can be. I, I hear you. He was dead last in almost everything, but I hear you. Paul Feinbaum, host of the Paul Feinbaum Show. You can follow him at, at Feinbaum, F-I-N-E-B-A-U-M, for anyone interested. The Paul Feinbaum Show, weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern on the SEC Network and, of course, the ESPN app. Paul, good Uncle to Paul see you, brother. Yeah, D- Darnold's a better quarterback. Let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> then, then Zach Wilson? <laughs> I'm right. just kidding. Hey, I, I, I just caught the tail end of it. I just wanted to jump in and have some fun with you guys. Well, wait, it's wait, wonderful wait. to be on with you, Max. Wait, Paul, let's talk about that. Who, who do you project to be better, Sam Darnold or Zach Wilson? I, I do like Sam Darnold. Uh, I, I, I agree with your point a minute ago. I think he's really, uh, you know, you, when you're with a, an empty suit as your coach, it's going to be difficult to – to progress. I, I like where he is right now. Uh, I think he's, you know, with Joe Brady and Matt Rule, and I, I, I expect big things out of him. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just a, I'm just a, I'm just a talk show host. <laughs> you know Paul, a lot for sure, Paul. Paul, uh, Bryce Young's debut against Miami has wowed just about everybody, right? What did you see? <laughs> I, I was surprised he was that good. I mean, I, I knew what everyone had been saying about him. I saw him a couple of times last year, Max. And, and, and I will go back to July or August of, of 20, and there were some people who thought he could, be, he could beat out Mac Jones. That, that's what type of talent he, uh, he brought from, from Southern California. But it just didn't seem like uh, he, could, uh, he could play this well. Now, you know, Miami is, 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 not a, uh, is not a lower division team. I mean, they were ranked in the top 20. But, but he, made, he made them look stupid, and I think he's going to make pretty much everyone else look silly this year as well. He just has so much poise. He doesn't have quite the compliment around him that, that, that Mac Jones had a year ago, but it doesn't matter. He, he's got confidence. He's got, uh, he's got the ability to see the field. He did not make too many. He made a few mistakes early on. He was a little bit jumpy, but after that, he played flawlessly. So, Paul, Alabama obviously reloading again. How, do, how does Saban keep doing it at this level? Like, we, we had to play this game the other day, say, hey, what's one, word, what's, what, what's one word you think about when you think about Alabama? And I just said, I give it acronym, NFL. I mean, it, it's, it, it's like an NFL franchise. That's what it reminds me of. 
Jay, it, it does, and, and it's a, and it, if you try to compare it to, to college, uh, I, I would go back to something that you're familiar with, where you have a dynasty uh, at a place like Duke in basketball, and, and the great players gravitate. Uh, college, college football right now it, it has shrunk to just a handful of teams, and if you're a five-star from California, Miami, uh, the Midwest, you only look at these schools. You don't, you don't look at maybe where your dad played. You, you look at where the action is, and Alabama is on every single list. So that makes it easier for Nick Saban to pick and choose and hopefully get it right. And, and when it comes to the quarterback position, everyone knows how important that is. He has gotten it right. He had Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jalen Hurts could have started almost anywhere. Then he had Tua, same thing. Mac Jones was not in the same league. He developed him into a great player. Bryce Young was in that league. And, and, it, and you know, DJ at, at Clemson came with the same credentials, except you know, he was thrown into a much different situation. Uh, so I, we, we, you know, it, helped, it helped Bryce Young not to start the season against Georgia uh, or Clemson as opposed to Miami. And, and now I think uh, he's going to be unstoppable. Paul, when you talk about Clemson, Miami, Georgia, you talk about that part of the region, but the ACC in particular – they took one on the chin this past weekend with Louisville losing, Miami losing, although they played against uh, a team that at Alabama, as you mentioned, but you'd still look at Clemson against Georgia, uh, North Carolina against Virginia Tech. They lost three of the teams were in the top 15, took an L. Are they finished and done with the college football playoff? I mean, I, I think if you're looking for a hot take, uh, which I know you would never do or I would ever do, you could say that. But but I, I think the complexity of college football does, does not support that because all it takes are a couple of upsets. I mean, I think any sane college football fan watching Clemson Saturday night would have to agree that they're, they're, a, they're a high-level football team. The problem is they, they were up against a really nasty defense and they just they, they it seems like they uh, digressed a little bit uh, from a couple of years ago now what does that mean that's digressing from the number one team in the country with Trevor Lawrence uh, and Travis ATN in the backfield and and, and all Americans uh, out on the sides but I, I think that they just need some luck because they won't get it in the ACC that that's really what this is about the ACC stinks uh, it's got I mean not only at the top, but in the middle at the bottom, I mean, you had Duke, Duke uh, losing to Charlotte, which is a brand new program. Hey, you, hey. you had Georgia Tech losing, losing to Northern Illinois. Uh, that, that really pulls your league down. And every game this year for Clemson will, will just really be un, almost unwatchable, maybe with the exception of NC State. Florida State did look good in, in defeat. So there's a few positive uh, things to talk about, but not many. And meanwhile, Alabama, Georgia play in the big leagues, and so, do, so does everyone else. So that, that's the, if, if there are no major upsets for Oklahoma or Ohio State, then Clemson will probably get left out. But, but if they, they could get some luck. Paul Feinbaum joins the show, um, brought to you by Dr. Pepper. College football's back, so are the fans. Crack open an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, slap on a fresh coat of face paint, and return to glory with an all-new season of Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Paul, we got about a minute. Um, one issue that's been on my mind a lot in the last several years, and we've talked about it in the past on air, has been the Nick Saban era, which to me looked like it could be coming to a close with the competition from Dabo and Clemson. 
and how it was unclear to me after so many years of Alabama is the number one program, if that were still the case. And, Paul, week one is over, and it looks like that's still the case. Is the Alabama-Clemson-Dabo challenge to Nick Saban over? Are we still clearly in the Nick Saban era? We are, and, and I think after Alabama, Max lost by 28 a couple of years ago to Clemson, it, it was on the brink, and then what happened the next year? We saw LSU with Joe Burrow, but you know, I thought, and many thought, may, maybe LSU was, was ascending, but it looked like a one-year wonder uh, with, with Joe Burrow, and much, much like we've seen with other generational quarterbacks, Cam Newton 11 or 12 years ago. So right now, who are, who are really the challengers? It's the, same, it's the same schools, but so far, nobody has really been able to make a dent. Saban will turn 70 next month, but, but I don't think it stops right now because he's still recruiting better than anyone else. He's got a very good staff. I mean, he lost Steve, Steve Sarkeesian to Texas. Who did he replace him with? Bill O'Brien, uh, you know, who was uh, an NFL head coach, a, a college head coach, and someone who just moved right in, and, and they did not miss a beat. So uh, I'm not saying it will go on forever. Some people think he'll win national championships until he's 100. But th- there's always a curve, Max. But right now, I don't think uh, the end of the dynasty is anywhere near. The great Paul Feinbaum, ladies and gentlemen. Paul, always a pleasure. Don't be a stranger. I have some, uh, I don't know if you heard Thank about you. it. I got some stuff in the pipeline I'm going to want to talk to you about. You too, Key. You too, Jay. But, uh, Paul, I don't get to see every moment of every day. Thanks, Paul. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN News. Coming up next, we'll be joined by a Hall of Fame coach to discuss whether Carson Wentz can save the Colts. That's after Jay has this read from Straight Talk. 5G is here. But the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore. Not on my watch. Because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. With plans starting at just $35 a month with no contract. And get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. All on America's best networks. You see, 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. As a fan, this is amazing. This is the time of the year. This is what we talked about. This is real, man. This is real, man. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. This is Freddie Coleman, and you know I'm ready. This is Greedy. Northwestern is ready. Ethan Simmons here. I'm ready. So are Oklahoma and Texas. Sort of. The SEC. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, and continues all day on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. 
That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN News presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. The season begins with NFL kickoff on Thursday, September 9th as defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers host the Dallas Cowboys. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern on NBC and Peacock. And, guys, we have Pro Football Hall of Famer Tony Dungy on the Goodyear Hotline. Coach. Hey, good morning. Good to be with you guys, kicking off another football season. Great to have you, two-time Super Bowl champion, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Tony Dungy. Coach, what do you expect from Tom Brady and the Bucks this year, week one? Well, you know, I, I saw them last year, and everybody was thinking big things early. And I, knowing Tom and competing against him, I thought it was going to be tough with really no training camp and, and not getting that timing right. But I think they're going to be so much better on offense. As a matter of fact, I, I talked to uh, my buddy Clyde Christensen, who coaches the quarterbacks, and, and he says they're light years ahead of where they were at this time last year. So I expect them to come out firing, and I, I think they're going to have a fantastic year on offense. TD, well, how you doing, Coach? I'm good, Key. How are you? I'm, I'm hanging in there, man. I'm, I'm good. I, I'm as good as I can be, I would say. Getting ready for another, like you say, another season of – great football and with that being said let me ask you this is the this year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense coming back with all 11 guys are they even close to what you had defensively in Tampa well they've got a very good defense and I didn't think they got enough credit last year uh, for that playoff run and actually kind of carrying things when the offense was still trying to trying to find its legs. I think they're exceptional. Todd Bowles does some things that I hadn't seen in the league in years. Uh, his roots go back to Richie Pettibone and those, you know, uh, great Washington teams of, of the 90s. And they, they do a lot of stuff. Antoine Winfield has brought a, a kind of a, swagger to that that group in the back they've got people up front uh they think jpp is going to be even better this year that he's still rounding into form they've got pass rushers uh inside and outside they've got speed those linebackers devin white uh reminds me of uh young Derek brooks and and you know they they've got they've got everything they've got speed and i like the way they play are they as good as that 90s group I think the jury's still out on that. that. That was a very talented group with, you know, three guys in the Hall of Fame, and Rondé Barber probably headed that way. So uh, I don't know if they're there yet, but they're very good. Coach, um, if you were the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts right now, if you were Frank Wright, how complicated would it be for you to scheme whether your quarterback would be available or not due to him being unvaccinated? How would you handle – 
the vaccinated, unvaccinated conversation with your team that obviously would have a chance to win a Super Bowl with the talent they have? You know, I guess it would be my hope, Jay, that everybody would get vaccinated because I think that would be easier for the whole team. But I still understand that it, it is an individual choice. And so I would say, you know what, guys that aren't vaccinated, they're at a greater risk. They have to take more uh, precautions. I think our quarterback is prepared to do that. We're going to live with it, and we're going to roll with it. And uh, it's, you know, it's not ideal, but I, I do think, you, you know, in this day and age, you have to go with that and, and realize that everybody is going to make those individual choices. Um, once we go in that direction, hey, Carson Wentz is our quarterback. We're, we're going to stick with him, and he's going, he knows what he has to do. Uh, I think it's the same thing in Minnesota with uh, with uh, their quarterback. Uh, gosh, I'm blanking on his name Kirk now. Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Cousins yeah. But uh, same same situation. So you you have to roll with it. And there there you know everything's not going to be perfect. But I, I don't think you can infringe upon people's uh, rights. The coach Tony Dungy joining us here on Keyshawn J Will and Max NBC Sports. Football analyst, Coach Tony Dungy. Um, Coach, when you look at the NFL and you look at the AFC and the NFC, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers played in the Super Bowl last year. Who will be their challengers this year that will give them a run for their money in each prospective division or conference? Well, the AFC, I think you've got a lot of candidates there. Uh, Certainly – Buffalo, everybody's talking about them. Josh Allen, you know, just growing into that that superstar status. Uh, I saw the Cleveland Browns practice during Hall of Fame weekend. They have certainly bought into what Kevin Stefanski is preaching, Uh, you know, talking to their receivers, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham. They're on board. Hey, we're a running football team, uh, but we're going to get our our shots and opportunities because people are going to have to stop our running game. We may not catch 100 balls each, but we're going to make big plays. And, they, I, I like the way they are uh, sitting. Uh, Kansas City, you know, is, is good. They've got some challenges. Everybody's looking at, at the Chargers now. How can they be with a, a second-year quarterback? So I think you've got some people in the AFC that, that could challenge. Uh, and then, you know, Pittsburgh and Baltimore, kind of perennial, very good teams. Uh, you know, where will they be? So who can get hot out of that group? Now, the NFC is a little different. Uh, I think think, boy, it's, it's going to be tough knocking off Tampa if they stay healthy. Um, they, they just bringing everybody back with, with Tom Brady's second year in the system, that defense being as good as it is. Uh, somebody's going to have to, to come to knock them off. Uh, Green Bay, are they overall the drama? I don't know. That, you know. I'm not sure what is really going on there. If Aaron Rodgers is on board and all those fences have been mended, maybe they can bring enough to the table. Everybody's talking about the Rams, but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Matthew Stafford in this offense. I, I'd like to see what he does. Sure, it, it sounds good, looks good on paper. I love Stafford, but he hasn't played with this group. So uh, I think we've got we've to wait and see on, on that. So I, I think that NFC may be a little bit easier shot for Tampa than the AFC is going to be for Kansas City. The great. Tony Dungy, ladies and gentlemen. Coach, thank you so much for joining us on the Goodyear Hotline today. Um, always, uh, how can I say, always um, uh, enlightening <laughs> to, to, talk, to talk to the Hall of Famer. Thanks, Coach. Coach, Maria finds courage. My daughter loves the book, man. We read it every night. Keep doing it.
Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. I look forward to being with you guys during the year, too. We're going to have some fun as we see how this thing unfolds. Absolutely. Right, Always man. fun to have Tony Dungy on with us. Um, He's the best. Yeah. By the way, we didn't even really left a lot of stuff on the table, even with the mm-hmm. coach can get into it. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys and everything. And see this T.O. and McNabb story that's come out? I would, pay my, I would pay some money to see that. These quotes, a little celebrity boxing match. We're going to get into that. We'll tell you what one three-time Super Bowl champion thinks about playing Saquon Barkley after Key has this from Dr. Pepper. College football fans, after an offseason that felt a little more off than usual, Fansville and Dr. Pepper invite you to celebrate because college football is back, and so are the fans. Yes, it's the most wonderful time of the year again. The seasons of Saturdays when rivalries run deep and nacho cheese deep dip runs even deeper. So crack open an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, warm up your cornhole tossing arm, and return to glory with an all-new season of Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one the fans deserve. They're going to listen to what Saquon's body tells him about his recovery. So far, so good. But look, they're going to probably limit him at the start of camp. They'll bring Saquon Barkley along and make sure he's as ready as he can be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For him to show that everybody, based on his injury, that he's healthy, because he's also playing for a long-term extension. Mm-hmm. You know how they feel about giving running backs long-term extensions. They want you to crawl, big and plead. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN News, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us via the Goodyear hotline. You can save big, by the way, when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat if you visit Progressive.com. All right, before we get to Saquon, real quick, just saw this come across. T.O. wants to fight Donovan McNabb. (laughs) He said on Shannon Sharp's podcast, I'm dead serious, I'll knock McNabb out. Guys, there's money in celebrity boxing, I get it, because that, that, that's the new thing, right? 
Is but it? I don't know. Is it money in? Th- th- yeah. well, that's the, no, 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 Keith, that's, a, that's the right question. There's some magic to matchmaking. Sometimes you can put two guys together and there's an urgency. Like, you don't want to hear about it. You got to watch it while it's happening. For example, like Mike Tyson fights Roy Jones. I don't care if they're 100, right? I had to watch it. I paid the money and I watched mm-hmm. but, it. Because but that's there's different, though, Max, right? Because those are two former champions no doubt. But, at boxing. But, you could, but, but it's not, though, Keith, because right now we live in an age of social media where – People are begging just to see entertainment value. Train wreck. People, yeah, yeah. yes, but next. People want to see. But beyond that, you're right, Keith. That is different. There used to be great fighters and everything, but there is something you can match two people up, and you got to see it. And the question is, does To and McNabb have that? Does it have that thing? Like whatever you pass judgment on, Key. If I told you McNabb and To are about a fight, it's going to cost you fifty bucks. Are you paying to watch it or not? Probably not. Jay. Probably. I probably would. Because <laughs> I, I, I know them both. I know them both, and I, I understand know, what it I is. But I understand. I, I'm on the fence about it. I don't know because, like, in the end, if you can't fight I, well enough to be worth watching. Every Eagles this, fan will buy this. Every Eagles fan will want to see that considering their history. Of course. Of course and, and that's my thing. Like, you're going to buy Eagle $50 dollars for Logan Paul? Like, I watched this twice. I'm like, what am I even I'm watching? watching? I'm, I'm much pa- rather – I'm not watching Logan That's Paul you, though, either, Key. Though. That's you, though, Key. I'm, I'm watching still, Logan no, I watch Logan he, Paul, too. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to Max tell you, though. Max asked me if I would spend my 50 bucks. I'm not paying to see them fight. Yeah. I just don't – I have no interest in watching Donovan McNabb and T.O. get in the ring I'm and scrap. See, but but I see, the, I think there will be – the question – the whole question as to whether you make a fight, right, is whether there are more people in the end who come out, down on Keyshawn's side like, you know what, in the end, I'm not paying to watch that. Or more people on your side, Jay, who's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to pay to watch. Like, and then that determines whether it's worth it to do it or not, right? Max, people are watching the most random things on the internet. Not for 50 bucks. You'd be surprised what people pay money for. You'd be yeah, surprised well, what people no, pay Jay, money for, Jay, Jay's right. People, I mean, people pay money for some crazy stuff. There's no question about it. I, I get it. You got two former athletes that over the last, I don't know, I, I would say probably 18 years, they played together mm-hmm. one year. And over the last 18 years or so, there's this – it seemed one-sided. It seemed like T.O. doesn't like Donovan. And, but I never hear Donovan say anything. Yeah. I, would, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't. And this was T.O. saying it. it, by the way, Key. This was not Donovan McNabb saying anything. This was T.O. specifically. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so right. the question, I guess, would be, <laughs> would Donovan sign up oh. to fight T.O.? That's the question. Who would you take, <laughs> Max? Who would you take? I'm oh, taking no, Donovan. T.O. looks like he's in good shape, though. It don't matter, though. He looks being like in he's good in shape, good, he being in good shape doesn't weight. matter. Though. I mean, he's obviously tall. He's long. He has distance on his jabs. But if Donovan gets in the body, it's I mean, over. It, it depends who's, over. who spent more time in the ring, who got the muscle memory is what it comes down to. It always comes down to muscle memory with that yeah, kind of Yeah, but I'm sure Donovan McNabb would go get into shape and do the whole. But I don't even think Donovan mentally would even, like, he ain't even processing it like that. Like, I need to go fight T.O. I don't even think Donovan is coming from that angle. We're yeah, that, I, that's the type of thing you want to stay away from unless you have to. We're speaking hypothetically. Come on. Get into it. Hypothetically. Keith, I take, Keith, I'll, I'll take, take T.O. based on the shape. Jay, you've been around me for a year. I know. You don't, you don't Max protect. has been around me enough. I'm not getting into that. I know. That I do wonder, though, if you had to fight Warren Sapp, who would win? I think that would be. 
But I'm not. I, I'm not I know you wouldn't do it. I know I'm you're a grown not ass do, I man. Care. I don't have time. I don't to beef care. with somebody from football day. <laughs> I'm not doing it that. It also doesn't prove anything. Like, yeah, yeah, like, what know, is that? Like, you know, you know, you know, you know, none of the fights prove man. anything. Yeah, that's although, true. I, although, I will put hands on Sam. I, no, <laughs> I ain't got no problem. I ain't got no problem betting on no, 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 That's what I love that comes out. No problem you can't have it both ways. You can't have it. What you mean? I'm going to defend myself. Key, we could split that in two and have you argue with yourself. One second, you said, I'm a grown man. I don't have time for that foolishness. One second later, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm like, yeah, that's a mature perspective. One second but later, got I will it, put hands on You got to get headshots, I got to defend myself. You got to get oh, headshots, oh, 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 you're saying if it came down to it. Yes. Okay. You got to get I'm headshots, I'm not just going to let a dude talk crazy. Body shots won't work no. on Warren. You got to get headshots, man. But see, you can't no, say that because if Sap starts talking down, crazy. No, no. If oh, really? If Sap starts down. talking crazy, now you got a celebrity boxing match. See? No, I'm not getting it. Look at this right here, Max. This is... This is something special right here. The moneymaker. I'm not messing with this. Yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> not messing with it. Not at all. <laughs> all right. But uh, we have about two minutes for Saquon Barkley um, right now. Listen to Mark Schlereth. It's a show called Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I recommend it. What he said on that show uh, earlier today. <laughs> and – you know, he's right about the fact that you don't get you don't get to, to hit and do all the things you used to be able to do to make sure a guy is ready, but you're never ready. Coming off an ACL, you're never ready until you have that kind of sudden epiphany, until you go in there and actually do it. So you can wait around you know, you can wait around till the till, till you get booted out of the league. And the point being is that when when you're, you know, physically able to perform and you're ready to perform Still mentally, there's still a hurdle you have to get over, and you'll never you'll never jump over that hurdle until you get into a game. So at some point, you got to play. Um, I hear him. If, if Saquon is ready, and Key has made this point, like if you're healthy, you're healthy. You got to play. The issue with me with Saquon is like a couple of years ago, he obviously wasn't healthy in the second half of the season. Wouldn't complain. They played him anyway. Maybe it made things worse. Jay, do you play Saquon or not? I don't play him week one. I, I, I still give, I give him a week. I, I, there's nothing that can hurt you. There's nothing to lose. Well, what if you could beat Denver if you play him? All right, but you're still thinking short term. Don't, don't you know. think key, long term? Key, key, the thing to me is the NFC East might be tight. You may not need a ton of wins to win the division, and maybe a game like that does make a difference. You play Saquon against Denver. Yeah, you, you, you got to play him, Max. And prior to, to Stink, Mark Slayer coming on, I told you guys exactly what he was going to say. Because you play a guy like that. that. That's why we drafted him. We didn't draft him to hold him off to week three, week four to see. No, we know that he's capable of taking care of himself. We've put him through all the tests, all the drills, all the football acclimated things to show us he can cut, he can change direction, he can stop on a dime and give change and restart back up. We've done all that. So now guess what? We're ready to roll him out against the Denver Broncos because with him on the field, it gives us the best chance to win. But Keith, we are in the business of winning. We're not in the business of saving players and packaging them up and sitting them on the bench with each other. I think. Listen, I think it's interesting because obviously that's a legitimate point of view. Jeff Saturday did not share that. It's not just like, you know, you played for a long time and Schlereth played and so everyone who plays is going to agree because <laughs> Jeff Saturday – was saying no, and, and for the reasons that Jay was pointing out. So even dudes that played in the league for a long time, won championship, played at a high level, 
aren't going to see eye to eye because uh, he went they, to North Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> you do have. He was an excellent one. You do have uh, a lot invested in Saquon. You spent the second overall pick in the draft on him, and he is capable of doing amazing things. Uh, do you not believe he's fully healthy? Is that what it is? I, I get I get worried that maybe he isn't, and I understand he can go through all the protocol, but I honestly don't know. Because if you if what if you're saying, just I agree pat- with Key. If what you're saying, Jay, is he's just too valuable, like you risk injury on in every game if you're a running back. Man, that's part of the business. Play, but, but if you're saying he's not healthy, that's different. But he's been if he's been through padded practices for a while, then I have no concern. But if he just started last week, I'm like, okay, that seems like there's been some caution wrapped Jay, around him. What do you think? What do you think padded practices do for you? I'm no. talking about contact, Key. They do t- nothing. They're not taking you to the ground. They're not touching you in practice. They're thudding you up, and that's pretty much Wait till oh. you hear what one Hall of Famer thinks could be unstoppable coming up on Keyshawn J. Willard. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We'll